based services on the M6 has famously been described as the closest a motorway service area comes to Harrods Food Hall. It's run by the Westmoreland family, who are also behind Gloucester services on the M5. Current chair is Sarah Dunning, whose parents started the business in 1972 when the motorway was built through their hill farm in Cumbria. I'm delighted Sarah's agreed to talk to us today because I think the strength of Westland's position has been crucial to their success. This conversation is part of the Position Project, an ongoing exploration into the power of brand positions and the stories behind them. I'm your host and strategy partner at Squad, Rob Gray. So welcome Sarah, thanks for joining us today. As Westland's a family business, I'd like to start by asking you what your earliest memories of the business are. I was born in 1970 and the business opened in 1972. So, um, and my sister, my older sister was born in 1969. So really the two of us are pretty much the same age as the business. So really nice actually, because my, my parents were in their thirties and they were embarking on a new adventure, the business and and uh, and the same with their family as well. You know, I suppose having a family is a new adventure as well, isn't it? And so in many ways, we were all uh, born at around the same time and we all grew up together. I remember going up to the businesses, you know, particularly at weekends, um, and we'd go up and we'd just have a look at what was going on and watch the customers and you know it was an exciting time I think for my parents and we get little jobs like picking up litter in the car park and we get rewarded at the end of the day with a packet of sweets or something and um, so we really did grow up with the business and it was always there and it was always part of our life and it was always around the kitchen table. I think if you grow up in a family business environment it does um, get into your blood as it were because that is the way of life we had and to a certain extent I think in our family business you know my parents were both involved in it and they were in partnership with another family and so the lines were very blurred between work and home and um, everything was discussed all the time and we were involved in it all the time as well. It's great hearing those stories about your memories of, of childhood in the business. When you grew up, you did have a life outside the business for a while, didn't you, before you rejoined? I lived down in London, worked in the city in, in an investment bank and worked as a headhunter for a bit. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I had a life outside the family business once. <laughs> but something drew you back, did it? So um, what, what drew yeah, you back? I think, um, um, you know, the, consciously, I never, it was never part of a grand plan to come back, um, but I did come back and um, I'm... I'm really glad now I did come back. It was an exciting juncture of the of the family business. My dad was embarking on a, a new project, which is now Reged. So it was a it was an exciting time for the business, and uh, it was opening a, a a significant new part of it. It felt like a good time to come and join and learn about it. And from a personal point of view as well, it it felt like a good time too. So. Just to give us a bit of context around the time which you joined the business, what were the main problems, challenges and, and opportunities facing the business at that time? Uh, well, I joined the business in 2000. 
20 years ago. My dad, well, mum and dad were in partnership with, with the Burkitt family. So they'd always been in partnership with the Burkitt family right, right from the beginning. They'd, uh, they recognised when they started the business that uh, uh, they needed uh, additional skills that they didn't have if they were going to make a success of it. And so they went into partnership with the Burkitts who were um, a, a family business, a bakery business. Um, and um, over the period of time from 1972 to 2000, um, you know, they'd grown the business incrementally, really. They'd started with an opportunity and a, an idea, which was born out of the, res, the, the, the fact that the M6 was built through my, my dad's farm. And um, so they started with one small, very small motorway service area on uh, T-Bay northbound. And, uh, and over the next 28 years, they... Uh, they'd grown the business incrementally. So expanding as and when opportunity allowed and starting new enterprises. And by 2000, they had a cluster of enterprises, um, all roadside related and, um, and uh, all in Cumbria uh, within, you know, within a couple of miles of each other. Um, my dad was embarking on a new project called Freged, um, which was a really ambitious project for the business at that time for its size. And also it was, a, um, it had a roadside element, but it was um, a clear step outside of a typical roadside services. So uh, it was a new and ambitious project, both in terms of scale and in terms of what it was trying to achieve. Um, in 2005, the Burkitt family, Nikki and David, they were in their 70s and uh, quite rightly, they were ready to retire. And so they sold their shares back to the Dunning family. So um, that was a time where we all thought about what we wanted to do in the future and whether it whether we wanted to buy those shares back because it was a it was a fork in the road and we decided that was a good thing to do and and it, it felt like the right time for me to um take the reins and 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 run the business so when you rejoined and you took over the reins of the business what role did position play in your leadership of it it's interesting talking about position because in my mind your position is something, it's not something you invent in a business, really. It's something that you are in the business. It's what the business is. Positions that are invented stand on shakier ground than uh, positions that just are. And our position is um, really born out of the beginnings of the, of the business, the fact that our, our business was born out of our family farm uh, when the M6 was built through it. And the fact that my parents took the opportunity uh, with the Burkitts to build a motorway service area at the point at which it went through their farm. And the fact that they created something that was instinctive to them, it was an articulation of its place, really. It was a building which was a reflection of its locality. They made the food as they'd make it at home, really. They sourced locally, they employed locally, and it was a business that was a reflection of its place, not through any decision, but just because that's what my parents did instinctively. And that's, uh, 
that was what was natural to them and that was what was in their horizon and their skill set and so uh, that idea of place was was real and instinctive right from the beginning and I think it's you know the one thing that we have always wanted to hang on to um, because um, in our industry um, uh, we are an anomaly because the other motorway service areas um, aren't about place they're about uniformity and uh, and actually we are about place so uh, it is what we are but it's also um, it's also become our identity in the eyes of our customers and 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 our usp as well people like that they come to us it's interesting hearing about the organic development of the brand position over time when we first worked together in 2013 you decided to do some um, focused work on it what questions were you asking at that time that led you to do that so i think it was a really interesting time for us because um we were um building a big project for us uh down on the m5 in gloucestershire just on the fringes of gloucester um and um it was significant in the sense that it would double or more the size of the business and it was diverting a lot of our energies into a different part of the country and where uh, previously we just accepted the notion of place because um, T-Base Services uh, is on our farm and um, it's where we were born and it's what we know and we are that place. All of a sudden we were creating a business in a new place that wasn't our place and um, the work we did with you was really about asking the question together about to what extent um, uh, to what extent is our business about place and to what extent is it about the threads that run through all our businesses? And uh, that's um, was quite a complicated question for us because we'd never had to answer that question before. And so because it was our first step outside of uh, our, our natural place, it, we had to go through a series of challenges and and um and and questions for ourselves to be able to understand what gloucester services should be and um to what extent it should be its own place and to what extent it should feel just like dbay i think one of the most interesting things about the work we did together was the way we conveyed that position creatively across the business could you just elaborate a bit on your philosophy behind that, please? You know, particularly in creating a, a brand positioning and a brand architecture, um, it has to reflect what you are. Uh, because if it doesn't reflect what you are, you'll come unstuck with it. So I think the answer for us was that um, first and foremost, really, when customers go into one of our businesses, they should feel the place filled with a sense of what that place is about in terms of its buildings, in terms of the products it sells, in terms of the people there. So 
T-Bay services or Gloucester services and now Cairn Lodge services um, was, was the most important message really. Um, and um, you, you helped us articulate farm shop and kitchen as well as the idea of what we do. Um, so we are a farm shop and kitchen business, uh, which is a really sort of a neat articulation of what we do and the fact that what we do is very different to what other people in our industry do. Um, but equally, we felt too that it's very important that when you come to one of our businesses, um, you instinctively know that it's a sister of one of the other businesses. You can devise a brand architecture in theory, but then how it applies in practice to what goes on the colleague's badge or what goes on our letterhead or what goes on our motorway sign or uh, what goes on um, our partnership products in the shop. Um, it's when you start applying the theory to the practice, you then come up with a whole load of secondary questions in a way of actually, does that work or do we need to adapt it slightly? And I think it did take us time actually it does take time that I think the basic theory was right but it has has take, taken us time to get to I think the the right balance of place versus um uh place versus family of businesses it's it's taken us time to get to the right balance of how that really fits in practical terms. Yes, I totally agree about the importance of embedding the position across the business in the way you've talked about. I think the way we extended that approach to the branding was interesting because it was quite subtle, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that um, in our business, we're a retail business. The interesting thing about position is it's, it's, not, the, it's not actually the branding that gets the message over it's everything else that gets the message over and the branding sort of is the final clarification of it in a way um and so i think position or conveying your ideology or what you are um only works if everything you do reflects it so you know in our business it should sit as much in the architecture as it does in our response to our landscape and it should sit as much in the interiors and fit outs and ticketing as much as it does in the products and it should sit in the knowledge of the colleagues and the passion of the colleagues as much as it does in our connections with our community so everything everything has to work to join up and to be coherent and if it does then the customer understands what you're what you're doing mm -hmm. and you don't even you don't actually need to tell them that much mm. because you've shown it in what you do and that's i think when position and ideology works because you do it's everything you do when you embarked on gloucester um you um you know, had to hire a lot of staff and bring them into the business very quickly at the other end of the country. How did you go about engaging so many new staff who knew so little um, and, and making them understand, give them the depth of understanding that 
other people had in your kind of heartland as it were yeah I think um building the team building a team from scratch in a new geography is probably one of the greatest challenges and I think in some ways um it's very easy to take for granted when you've got a business with history it's very easy to take for granted the knowledge bank that sits in all those years of service of your colleagues and um you know at T-Bay, uh, the, the business now is nearly uh, 50 years old and um, it's, you know, we've a lot of people that work in our business that um, have been there for decades and, uh, you know, we've got whole families in our business and uh, there's a huge knowledge reserve in those people and I think that's something that... Um, took us by surprise a bit because we hadn't thought about it a huge amount and so when you're building a team so we employ 450 people down in Gloucester and actually building a knowledge reserve from scratch is a very difficult thing to do and I think because we were a business that had never gone through that uh, challenge before really um, we um you know we we learnt on the hoof a lot and we uh we didn't get it all right and i think if we were setting up a business again we would uh probably put much more preparation into that area what kind of things would you do differently um well, i think um i think we would um think much more carefully about how to um extend a culture into a new business and uh, and also to extend knowledge as well into a new business i think both those things i think the cultural things probably the most challenging in a way but the knowledge things obviously hugely important as well so you know there's a whole um there's a whole machine that needs to run behind those things to make it really work it's been great talking to you today, Sarah. Uh, before we finish, I'd like to ask about the future. I know you put a lot of emphasis on communicating with your team and being a family business. The next generation is also important. What role does position play in communicating with those groups? Uh, it's inspiring them that there's more to business than just making a profit and that businesses can do really good things and they can be really fun places to work. And um, I think really, if we feel that way, it's a very natural thing to impart. It's the cultural aspects, the less tangible aspects of what your business means to you that are the most important parts. And, um, and, you can't transfer that just in one simple message or speech. It's an everyday thing that I think gets transferred somehow by osmosis, I think. It is without a doubt going to be um, a very, very challenging 18 months at least, I would say, from 
from a COVID perspective, but actually we're going to try all sorts of new things that we would never have dreamt of trying that will put us in a stronger place when we re-emerge. And, um, and so we'll learn a huge amount and, um, and we'll be bolder. We always want to grow because I think growing gives you the chance to do new things and innovate in a way that is harder to do if you're not growing. So uh, we like growing. Um, so it's not growth for growth's sake, it's growth to learn, I suppose. Um, and um, so we like growing and um, I think we're clear about what we are and what our expertise is. It's, it's farm shop and kitchens and uh, it is largely roadside locations. So that, you know, puts a circle around probably uh, what, what our growth opportunities are. And, you know, before, before COVID, we, um, we had, you know, and we will maintain, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, um, uh, a, a list of really interesting opportunities that we will undertake.